Welcome to Lose Lips, all the things you wanted to say and didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is on border control. There is a lot of talk right now over the expiration of Title 42. For years, the United States have accepted everyone who wanted to live in a free and democratic country. The United States represented a safe haven to many who sought asylum, free of persecution, and just a way of a better life. In recent years, we have seen a surge across the borders, with people coming to seek this, and in doing so, our borders are now stretched to the limit, and an unprecedented number of people are crossing, whether legally or illegally. Our holding facilities are now overwhelmed. Immigrants are being bused to different parts of the country, and the country seems to be in turmoil about letting these people in. People are coming from Haiti, Cuba, Guatemala, Venezuela, Colombia, Russia, Ukraine. All of these people are crossing other countries, yet still travel northward to come to the United States. To understand this, you have to look into what is going on in their own countries, as well as why they don't stop in Mexico and stay. Corruption, gangs, murders, riots, uprising are all occurring in the countries that they are seeking to escape. Why, when you leave everything behind, do you, they think that coming to America is such a better option? Even at the start of the Ukrainian war, there were some Russians that flew to Mexico to try to enter America this way. I mean, think about that. You have many countries to go to, but as a Russian, you choose to come to the United States. United States has always been known as having one of the loosest borders and that we rarely turn people away. If your country is in turmoil and you fear for your life, you can come to the United States and claim political asylum. Even though the court process is long and granting asylum, many immigrants take their chances to cross our borders because they know once they are in, they can find food, shelter, and perhaps even a job. We allow them into our schools if there are children. We grant them college educations if they qualify, free at that. Immigrants know that America is the one place where they can come and feel safe and make a better way of life. In your homeland, you may have survived on $30 a month. Here you can make $500 a month, which is still not a lot, but to them it is. And they survive on that by sharing quarters with other families. Regardless of what our personal feelings are on this topic, you have to think and wonder what these families have gone through. It also makes you appreciate what you have. So many times we want more or feel desperation for not being able to make ends meet or wonder where our next meal will come from. But here you have thousands and thousands of migrants trying to cross into our borders on a daily basis just to survive. Sure, there are problems in the United States right now in terms of inflation, debt ceiling troubles, Congress fighting among themselves, 
people complaining about the aid that we are sending to Ukraine. But stop for a minute and look at the other side. Look at what these immigrants have gone through, what Ukrainians have gone through. It is not enough for us to sit back and say it's not our problem because it is our problem. When there are catastrophes in the world, who do the countries look to? They look to the United States for assistance. Why? Because United States is known for having money. Regardless of what our feelings are on these migrants coming in at an enormous rate, we have and make more money than the majority of other countries. The issue with border control at the moment is that now that COVID is over, many, many immigrants are now looking to cross our borders. Crossings were always happening. It is just that now the opportunity has presented itself where we are seeing this in the news again. Texas and New Mexico are the obvious cross points. And with the saturation of the immigrants that are crossing, it is becoming a humanitarian crisis in these states. This has caused Texas to start busing these immigrants to different parts of the comfort of the country. While I do admit that there is a crisis at our borders, I do not agree with Texas just arbitrarily busing immigrants all over the country without a plan. Texas has decided to use specified funds to bus these immigrants all over. What should be done is to have a plan in place in order to help these immigrants instead of just taking measures into your own hands and having states deal with it. Basically, you are catching other states off guard. And while other states are welcoming these immigrants, plans have not been in place to welcome the thousands that are crossing into these states. Texas and New Mexico have long and known about the border crossing for years. Why was a plan not in place during these times to accept and plan for these instances? Is it possible that Texas tried to deny the entry of these immigrants for whatever reason? Texas is a part of the United States. It should not be up to them to decide what happens in the rest of the country. Is not Texas receiving funds to develop their state? Is not Texas part of America? It should be noted that Texas is also the state that challenged the ruling and safety of the abortion pill. I think we are entering into a dangerous territory in our country. When you have one state that challenges the very constitution and laws of our country, you are heading for a civil war within our own borders. What would Texas do without the stability of the nation? What would happen if they were independent with their own rules? I can guarantee you that they would not survive. Companies would leave. People would not visit their state. There would be no tourism. It would be an authoritarian state with nothing to offer. Most likely, they would close the border and immigrants would have to go through Louisiana or New Mexico or California. Texas would no longer be attractive, not only to immigrants, but even to the people of the United States. Needless to say, immigration is something the United States stand on. It is what has built this country. 
years ago, people would come to Ellis Island to become part of the United States. What is so wrong that now it has become a problem? Why are there now people that are saying we should close our borders and not let any more immigrants in? There are those that would say we have enough of our own problems with unemployment, high taxes, inflation. But just to be clear, this is not an immigration problem and has nothing to do with immigration. Many of these immigrants come here to work for a better living. And if they want to take those jobs that are paying $15 an hour, while we are holding out for the jobs that pay $20 or even $30 an hour, is that a negative on them or is that a negative on us? If they want to put three families in a one-bedroom apartment in order to make a, a better living for them while we wait for a Section 8 apartment or for opportunity to arise where we can afford an apartment or a house, is that on us or is that on them? Here, we complain of the cost of living and that the jobs don't pay enough. But to be honest, there were times when I held three jobs just to make ends meet and support my kids. Days are gone where you can count on child support or high wages or decent living accommodations. Your life is what you make of it. If you have to take a $15 an hour job, what about your nights? What else can you do to have a second job? What can you do on the weekends to have a third job? These immigrants are not a threat to us. They're just willing to do what we don't want to do. There are opportunities for everyone. It is only what we make of it. There are many that say the immigrants take our jobs or take our health care and are offered more than what we even get. No, they don't take our jobs. They are given what we don't want. No, they don't get more than what we have. They are given these things because they are below the poverty level. Trust me, I know. When I was hustling for three jobs, I was offered WIC, which is a supplement for food for when my kids were younger. It was not much, but it helped. I was offered a subsidy for childcare as long as I worked. I did not have Section 8, but I learned of a program in my county that offered mortgages for first-time home buyers that were below a certain amount of income. These benefits are offered and open to everyone if only people looked. And to be clear, there are some things these immigrants are not entitled to. They are not allowed to vote. They can't even work until they are cleared to do so, which is why many work under the table for cash and at a very, very low wage. And that is, again, jobs that we aren't willing to do. Border crossings are not new. It is only being talked about now because we have come out of a pandemic and many people are feeling the aches and pains of the high cost of living, unemployment, inflation. But be honest, during COVID, when the government was throwing out checks to people who were laid off, mind you, I didn't receive any of those checks. Can you not admit that some of these people were getting lazy? I mean, these people were getting paid. Food stamps, 
stimulus checks. It was crazy. It was actually more beneficial for people to stay on unemployment since this was even bumped up than to go back to their old jobs because they were making more on unemployment. Now that the unemployment has stopped and people are forced to go back to work, it is not the immigrants and the borders that are causing pain. It is the fact that people have gotten used to this extra pay for free and are now not willing to go back and work for it. So stop complaining about all of these people wanting to cross our borders for a better life, for better and quality of living. After all, they only want what you want, with the exception that they are willing to work for it. Thanks for listening to Lose Lips. Until next time.